1: G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au.
2: T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.
3: This is Sports Day for Kia. Introducing the all-new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV. Welcome to Sports Day for a Wednesday night. Uh, this is Badge and Sats. And uh, a lot has happened over the last 24 hours in the world of rugby league, especially when it comes to the Cronulla Sharks with uh, Josh Morris has been told that, well, we don't know whether he's been told, but uh, he can finish immediately as caretaker coach Josh Hannay takes over for the rest of the year and Craig Fitzgibbon going into that role. So, Gary Belcher, as I bring you in, it's um, tough news for Josh, uh, Josh uh, Johnny Morris, I should say.
4: Yep. Yep, they, but they made decided to, to go down that path, and we'll discuss it a bit further. Um, but yeah, they decided to go that path, and the board that's that's what they're there for. Yeah, and plenty of people saying you mightn't have this right, but the, well, we won't know for a year or two, will we? Yeah, how exactly. Goes.
3: Yeah, big weekend of rugby league coming up, starting tomorrow night with the Brisbane Broncos hosting the Penrith Panthers, and Ooh, don't forget could you be can, a
4: late change to the Broncos. Yeah,
3: Texas anytime zero four double seven seven three six seven three six, or you can get us on Twitter at any stage also at Sports QLD, will the Brisbane Broncos move on a a key South Sydney player, Adam Reynolds? But there's something that may stop that. We're going to touch on that as well. Uh, Money. The dates have been set for the funeral of the great Tommy Yes.
4: Yeah. Funeral and a service as well.
3: Yeah, we're going to talk to Chris Nelson from Racing Queensland. Also, one of my favourites, questions without answers. Badge doesn't like this. Without notice. Without notice. You can have questions without notice. I'll answers, give you the answers I'm straight, not straight away. Answer. Yeah. <laughs> questions without notice. You don't like this, do you?
4: Oh, I get a bit – I start to get a bit squirmy, a bit sweaty. Because oh, you, like to, you, know, you like to
3: know in life where you're heading, do yeah, you? Yeah, I like to be a bit, bit like organised. You don't like the barriers that are put up in, yeah. in front of you. Okay. Mine, aren't, is funny cause I love mine aren't too tough.
4: playing footy and, you know, a new challenge all the time, but yeah. not not in
3: not in the real world, Scott. Yeah, we're going to come up with uh, NRL be news. be nice to me on that one? Just amazing. Th- actually, one. today mine are pretty tame, actually. Good. I've got to say. Lovely to hear that. Yeah, NRL news coming up really soon. Don't go anywhere. This is Sports Day with badge and sats for Kia, introducing the all-new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV. Sports Day, sports update. Yeah, Badge and sets here on a Wednesday evening and a big match, big test for the Brisbane Broncos up against the Panthers uh, tomorrow night at Suncorp Stadium. And uh, Jesse Arthurs, who's been brought into the centre's position for Tessie Newbadge, a yep. good player. He's battling an in, in infection. Yeah,
4: some sort of infection. So they've trained Corey Oates today on the wing and it looks like they would move David Mead into the centres. he could play in the
3: centres. He game. was originally a centre. Yeah. Yeah, came into the grade as a centre.
4: But I, I think, you know, you've been talking about this, Sats, that Corey Oates, that extra height and, and uh, that he gives you on the wing for crossfield kicks and that extra size with his carry backs, I, I think it, it could be a real bonus And there just your finishing as Brisbane.
3: well, a like, bit like a Blake Ferguson, if you get a clean ball and you've got two defenders in front of you and their heels are on the try line and you've got momentum, a bigger guy... And he's good at that, is gets down a more down chance low and, of scoring yeah. points and yeah...
4: Yeah, powerful there. So, um, hey, I heard that um, the Broncos, because there's all this talk about Adam Reynolds. They, they've said that, has actually said, we're not going to do anything until we know what Katoni Staggs mm. is doing. So I think they're basically saying we can't have them both. If Katoni Staggs decides to stay, and he's going to be on a good wicket. Well, he's on, from all reports, he's on about 350 now. Well, they're going to double that, aren't they?
3: And have the to. money they're going to save from Milford, which is 1.1 million, which they wouldn't have put into the salary cap anyway. The, st- the Stags managers say, well, hang on,
4: Milford was on one. One million or whatever. Why are you and he's going to be your five eight. Why are you offering him seven hundred? Yeah. And the Gold Coast have offered more. Mm. I, that would be the kind of sticking point, I think. That's I, probably I, why he hasn't signed yet. Well, I
3: suppose for the Brisbane Broncos, they've got to start. I keep using that saying and everything. We we're here now with big decisions that are made, drawing a line in the sand. Being more prudent. They've got to be. Yeah. Stop being the nice guys. Yeah, and stop
4: yeah. overspending. You know, if you, if you do it on too many players, you just Stuff up your whole cap, but I, I would see if I was managing Katoni Stags, I would be expecting more than seven hundred a year. Seven hundred a year, do.
3: I suppose the, the, the tipping point for Katoni Stags and any player that plays at the Brisbane Broncos is the third party opportunities, mm. as opposed to possibly going to Sydney. Would, you, if, would if you, you
4: say give me seven hundred? But if I play five eight and I prove myself there and I play there, you have got to give me eight hundred.
3: Well, you've got you know, it's just managing the cap. Yeah, you know, mm. it's really hard to, to manage the cap by putting incentives into it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's... But certain positions are, uh, you know, playmakers are worth a bit more. I agree. I agree. If you've got a player that wants a million and you can only offer him 900, you say, we're going to put an extra 100000 into the cap. If if we make the top four, we'll give you another 50. If we win the comp, we'll give you another 50. Yeah. Give them something you to do, strive towards. You do too many of those, though. And you know, the you next only, year you're buggered. No, you only do them for one player. Oh, okay. One of your key playmakers, I, I yeah. believe. Well, he's definitely their, their I think strike he can player. he still do that. Tommy Rodonigas badge is funeral on the Gold Coast on Friday. Yes. And you can pay tribute to uh, the little champion at a public memorial service at the SCG at 11 a.m. on Monday. Yeah,
4: so if, you know, I
2: know uh, most of our
4: listeners are on the, uh, on the, on the, in the South East Queensland or in Queensland. And um, yeah, you'll get him on, you can go to the Gold Coast funeral. I'm not even sure if that's public, but there is a public memorial service. So government putting that on at the SCG um, on Monday, Mm. which is great. Right, yeah. they, they they. I think there was calls for a state funeral, and they said no. That's not, that's not going to happen. But uh, this is the next best thing for the uh, yeah the great man.
3: I tell you what, there'll be won't there be some luminaries at the SCG on Monday. Mm. There'll be players from from every era, officials from every era. Yep, just celebrating the the man. He's uh, a he's, he's a great story. He's a great story. So um, yeah, let's. Uh, I I'll, I'll be definitely I'll be definitely tuning in. I think on 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 Monday to to see how many people turn up. Did you go to Arthur's?
4: At, I I hosted his memorial service really? actually at, at um, Dolphin. At Sun, no, well they had another one at Suncorp Stadium. Okay, and not not the one at Dolphin Oval.
3: And was, was there a good attendance? Oh yeah, it was it was just grandstand
4: full of. They did it right in front of the Western Stand, yep. and they yeah, just filled up with people who wanted to pay their respects. Yeah, wow. Yeah, and great, on man. the big screens, yes, had tributes. Yep, had tributes and plenty of people. Saying uh, you know what what they could about him, what they wanted to say about him, and saying goodbye really.
3: Should have should have they had Tommies at and try not to be controversial, but tongue in cheek, should have had Tommies at Henson Park.
4: Yeah, maybe. Hey? Oh well, well or Lidcombe.
3: Yeah, Lidcombe did more, did more damage at Lidcombe yeah, you're didn't right he? Yeah, clouds of dust, buckets of blood. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you make of this badge? Josh McGuire, of course, is going to Wollongong asap, but um, it's now expected Adam Clune, who's a good good young halfback for the Dragons. And uh, when Ben Hunt returns, he could head to the Cowboys.
4: Well, that was the, the expectation, yeah. but I, I see he said uh, he doesn't want to go. He, he said, I've heard nothing, and I love it down here. In, where, are they in Wollongong most of the time? Yes. They um, all, all pretty much live in Wollongong yeah. now. And he said I, he basically said he's not keen to move to Townsville. Yep. Don't know how that one's going to play out.
3: Especially when you've got Norman and, and Hunt. Was Ben Hunt a few weeks off? Yeah, he's been another three weeks. Three or four weeks. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Oh, well, they're going fine. Well, he's going to back himself.
3: Yeah. Uh, Just before we finish off, Andrew Abdo, well, he's uh, at the Magic Round launch yesterday. He was asked about expansion plans, and and this is his response about it's a long-term plan for the development of the game. I don't think adding another team has a direct impact on the evenness of the competition. I think that they are uh, the state competitions in both New South Wales and Queensland demonstrate that there is talent coming through. But part of thinking about expansion is not just at the top end. It's in the development, and it's also at the grassroots level. Yeah, it's not from the top like he's saying. It's from the – and I keep using the so word that, underbelly. So new clubs will be bringing in more
4: players through and developing players through in their, those areas. But also
3: bringing players into the game your 7-year-old, your 8-year-old, your 9-year-old, your 10-year-old, getting them participating, cross-codes, bringing cross-code players, men and women, girls and boys, across to the game as well. So basically what they're saying is putting more soldiers on the ground to to try and expand the game. Yeah, this is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia, introducing the all-new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV. Coming up next, we're going to talk to Chris Nelson about Racing Queensland. This is Sports Day for Kia. Introducing the all-new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV. On Sports Day, time for a Racing Queensland update. Queensland is your place to race this year. Yeah, welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats, and he knows everything about racing in everything. Queensland. Everything. This man, Chris Nelson. How are you, Chris? Going well, thanks, Sats. So good
2: afternoon to you and good afternoon, Badge.
3: You just... You just told us off air actually that um that you got a new set of one thousand dollar Dr Dre earphones. Earphones. So have you got the earpods in or <laughs> what's going on?
2: You know what guys, I'll be honest with you. I don't use them but I've got a I've got one with the cord and the cord won't stay in the phone, so I've reverted to my Doctor Dre type but I can <laughs> no, <that was> <laughs> and I tell you how it cost thirty like dollars on a board of my three years ago. <laughs>
4: um, very nice. What's happening in uh in the world of Queensland racing, Chris?
2: Well, we've got a good meeting at uh, Eagle Farm on Saturday. A couple of listed races. Uh, Race number five is the three-year-old listed daybreak lover. And race number eight is the listed open sprint, the Ascot Handicap. They're both really good races. Really looking forward to seeing uh, in the Ascot. Race eight, number one, Vega one, resume from a break now. Vega won round fourth in the Stratbroke last year. He probably was a good thing, but if he hadn't drawn a game, he would have just about won. Mm. And then he uh, copped an injury, and he's been off the scene. He's been down to Victoria recuperating. So we haven't seen him since until he turned up at the trials yesterday at Tadumba, and he just trotted it. He won that first trial. Michael Rodd would have sore arms today. He was pulling him back that far. He just could not, he just could not hold on to the horse. and had that much energy, so. Beautiful. Telling you, this one's come back really well. I can't wait to see it on Saturday.
3: Hey, hey Chris, how has the attendance has been, uh, crowds since restrictions have been lifted over recent months?
2: Just back to pretty much uh, normal figures. I mean, we've had a couple of uh, a couple of weekends where we've been in a lockdown, or a couple of midweekers where we've been in a lockdown when people haven't been able to go, but they're starting to come back, and which is good because we've got the winter carnival really well, right around the corner, kicks off in a couple of weeks' time. So I'm not sure what the numbers will be or what will be allowed in, but uh, I'd say if you want to go, you should be okay. But just uh, on the bigger days, make sure you you get a ticket organised first, just to be safe.
4: Yeah, of course. And and you mentioned uh, the other night, Darrell, Golan Memorial Race Day Friday night uh, is on in Toowoomba. That should be huge.
2: It is. It'll be a huge night in Toowoomba for the Golan family. 5.45 is the kick-off time for that. Uh, it be a really good meeting at uh, Toowoomba under the lights, uh, as I said. Uh, the Daryl Golden uh, Classic is, is one of the races there, and it's in honour of uh, Daryl. So I'm sure, Tony, I'm sure Tony will be in attendance before he uh, heads off to Sydney for the Group 1 with uh, Isotope How many on, races? Uh, How many races on the night, Chris? That's a good question. I knew you were going to ask me that because I haven't looked yet, but if I go to my computer, I should be able to tell you <laughs> So just uh, bear with me one sec, and I will tell you that uh, on Friday night there are... Seven races, if well, I look at it, seven races, yeah. 5.45 is the kickoff, and the final race will go at 8.45. So, uh, well worth having a look at on the telly. But if you're in the area, of course, you want to head out there and, uh, and get to it. The Daryl Golden Memorial uh, two-year-old handicap is race four, and there are seven runners there. So, Yep,
4: there beautiful. Go. As we keep telling everyone, Queensland's your place to race this year, and it looks like there's a good chance... Nature Strip, the Group 1 star, could be coming up for the Doom in 10,000 next month.
2: Big chance that Nature Strip runs. That's pretty much uh, set in stone now. And the big news from this morning uh, was that Eduardo's coming up as well. Now, this will be the sixth time that they've met. Uh, they'll continue on their, uh, their duel. And Eduardo's going to trial, I think, the week before the 10,000, which is in about a month's time. So that's great. This is this is really shaping up as a, as a fantastic winter carnival. Yep, beauty.
3: Good stuff, good stuff. We'll talk to you again uh, during the week. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week at Doomben, the Sunshine Coast and all so the Gold Coast. And, of course, that uh, that Friday night meet at uh, at Toowoomba Turf Club as well for Darren Gollum. Darryl Gollum, I should say. Um, Chris Nelson, good to talk to you. Talk to you again.
2: Will do, guys. Have a great weekend.
3: We're going to do an injury recap over the weekend and... Leading into round six this week, it's brought to you by Sudox Active Muscular and Joint Pain Relief Cream. Follow the directions for use. I think, Badge, you you probably live in that. I need it. I think. I need it. Your old creaky bones. Yes. You're always laying on the Spreeze. ground, rolling your back and trying to yeah. loosen well, up you something. Yeah, you've got to do that, mate, as you get Your old. glutes. You keep saying, I'm I trying did to when loosen I was my young. glutes up.
4: Hey, Cowboys are going to be without um, Hamiso Fido, of course, with an yeah. ankle injury. That's a big loss for them. And Ruben Cotter. They're back up uh, dummy half. He's
3: been playing a bit of lock, Reuben Cotter. I really yeah. like him. He's, he's got foot injury. Yeah, he's only only little body, but he's, he's so gutsy. Both out for mm. about a month. Yep. Uh, Herbie Farmworth from the Broncos, he's missing um, shoulder until round seven. Ben Tio, we saw, a, we called that game last weekend, Badge against uh, the Rabbits, and you could tell that he'd torn his bicep. Mm. He's going to get surgery. Looks like he's going to be out to round 18. And Katani Stags, well, he's still mid-season with his knee. And anything from the Titans, we called Phillip that game Sonny. as well. Head knock yeah.
4: uh, in, it, it, we won't know until closer... To the game. Uh, Anthony Don's back next week or the week after with yep. a, a
3: hip injury. Yeah, the injury update is brought to you by Sudox Active. Mild, mild pain relief cream for muscular and joint pain. Visit sudox.com. Follow the directions for use. Now, questions without notice. Questions without no. He's not
4: very loud can today, you, can the you judge, push, is can you,
3: he? Can you, yeah, thank there you very much, is. Jack. There he is. Good on you. Thank ya. you very much. Judge
4: Jack. Are you going to go first? Yes, Badge? that's right. Eh? Uh, which club will be next to Sackett's coach?
3: Oh, wow. That's a tough one. Um, I don't think there's going to be a lot of turnover for the next two years, this year and next year. Oh, we had four or five last year. Uh, I'm going to say – I'm not going to say sack. I'm going to say not re-sign Kevin Walters. Oh. Has he got a
4: three-year deal? Has he got a three or a two? Oh, it might be two. Yeah. Gee, that's tough. Um, I don't think – Oh. I don't think Kev's a problem. I think it's their recruitment people. But yeah, anyway, we Again,
3: that. sometimes the well we've seen with Johnny Morris, he had no control over that. No. Well he signed Ken McGuinness, but he's got no control and unfortunately he's he's being blamed for the well, not really the the performances because they've been good. Yeah, they've been, over been good. The that's years. right. What do you got? Um, okay. Uh, calls for Tommy Toboivich T- T- to be fined for his late night sprint up the Corso at, Mel- at uh, Manly. Yes or no? Is that right? Should, should he be fined?
4: He didn't do any damage. I well, so. don't know. Well, he reckons he didn't. Unless mm-hmm. they can prove that that's where he hurt himself. Oh, seriously, you can't have a little bit of fun? Where- this is the fun police. Have yeah, a bit of fun. But he's, oh, a,
3: he's he's a major commodity. He's an asset he is, to the no, club. He's,
4: he's not allowed to run up a Corso. Come on. No. No. No okay, fine? No. no fine. Okay. So that's, give me your best forward and back of the NRL after five rounds.
3: Oh, well, Okay, this is without notice. Uh, best forward and back. Uh, I'm going I'm to say the best forward has been Tino Fasul Malawi. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm going to say the Best back. I thought you would have gone with you. You made Penrith, but who's that? You know
4: who I'm talking was about. Yo, no James Fisher. James, Harris.
3: no, I'm going to say Tino. Yep, plays eighty minutes, and I'm going to say the best back in the NRL after five rounds is Nathan Cleary. No, oh, okay, he missed a couple. Yeah, missed one. Yeah, okay, yep, yep. good. That's Nathan great, Cleary. mate. It's
4: your choice. I, Ryan Pappenhausen, springs to He's mind. Been for good, me. He's been good. He's been very good. There's yep. been, there's been, and Latrell Mitchell, outstanding. Yep, but uh, yeah, good on you. Right on.
3: Yeah, Latrell. Actually, yeah. Um, you got one more. Can you... Thank you very much, Jack. Thank you. Uh, do the Dragons need to sign Matt Dufty ASAP, or should they put their faith in the future, which is looks like being Cody Ramsey? They're a bit of a oh, star, mate. The Dragons. I'd be
4: signing Matt Dufty. Yeah, he's he's getting. Uh, he's becoming more and more of a big game player too. Handling the big moments, getting him out of trouble when when yes, it's okay to be a star when your side's in front, but the, he's. Yeah, he's really dug his heels in. I I, I like what he's offering. So I'd, I'd be signing Matty Duff. It's in interesting you say that badge because
3: that's exactly what um, Anthony Griffin has said. He's got so much potential, but we I want to see him in the big matches stand up. And he's, he's done that. He did that last week against para mm, Yeah, he did,
4: didn't he? When they, yeah. That was the toughest game to date and they won it.
3: That's questions without notice. I like that. Yes, there was a couple of hard ones that's, then.
4: Yeah, no, I I, I did. I, I was a lot of, of a thought heavy going hitter. into
3: that. Yeah, listen. We've got Brent Tate, one of uh, one of our favourites, coming up next. Uh, this is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia introducing the all new Kia Carnival GUV with an SUV inspired design and spacious seating for all eight passengers. This is Sports Day for Kia introducing the all new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV.
4: Righto, back with Sports Day. Sats and Badge with you and a special guest who's uh, got all the inside goss of what goes on around the traps because he's played for a few clubs. Uh, champion bloke, champion uh, outside back for Queensland and Australia. Brent Tate on the line. Tatey, how you going, mate? Afternoon, lads. How are we? Yeah, we're good. We're good. Um, actually, I want to ask you, the the, the latest news is uh, that Josh Maguire is uh, is joining the Dragons Immediately, um, what, what's he going to bring to a side that's actually going quite well, St. George Illawarra?
2: Well,
1: one thing you can't ever um, accuse Josh McGuire of is not having a go when he plays. I think, uh, you know, the effort and the aggression and uh, that he brings to when he plays, I think, you know, it is, it is second to none, and I think the Cowboys will miss that because, um, you know, as I said, he... He does rip in and he tears in and I think uh I think what he'll do is he'll really complement that Dragons pack. They're obviously a big physical pack now, um, and they're pretty mobile and I think uh I think he'll actually go really well there. I think he'll he'll fit the Dragons and fit the fit that culture there and I know um Anthony Glisson's had him as a junior and will know how to get the best out of out of Moose Maguire. So I think uh you know, it's a really handy pick up for the Dragons. But um, you know, the Cowboys are certainly missed how much effort he does put in the games because he you know he can never him into that
4: yeah well uh, some people felt the timing was a bit strange i know this has been going on for a while though. it didn't just happen overnight because they, they finally won their first game and uh looked looked very good against the the tigers for most of that game didn't they yeah
1: they did badge, and, and the good thing i thought about the cowboys is they played some footy i, I think it's the first time in a long time we have seen them you know just just play eyes up footy i I thought, uh, you know, like coming out of trouble, there was a few passes there where they're giving it to, gu- you know, their young guns out wide like Hammersau, where, you know, it's like having a Ferrari sitting out in the wings and not getting them the ball, you know. You just need to give those guys some good early ball and, um, you know, they can do the rest. And we saw, you know, the damage that he can do when that happens. So uh, I just thought it was really, really good to see them play with some confidence, um, play with some width pass the football and, um Whilst it could have been, you know, one of the lowest points in the club's history if they had lost it. Um, mm. But they didn't. They
3: managed to win. And, made, you know, sometimes
1: that's all you need is just a to win, to, to kick-start your season. So hopefully that's the case for the Cowboys.
3: Now, Tady, even though the first four rounds they weren't kind to the Cows, what's the feedback? And you're not involved in the club anymore, but I know, you obviously, you speak to a lot of the players. So what was the feedback from the players internally and around, even though they weren't getting the wins, what was the environment like? Were they enjoying themselves or are they enjoying themselves? Are they enjoying the coaching of Toddy Payton?
1: Yeah, they, they are, Sats. Um, and I've spoken to a lot of the guys um, about this because obviously there's been a fair bit of noise around, uh, you know, the players not getting on with Toddy. And, um, you know, speaking to the guys, it couldn't be further from the truth. And um, obviously there was a lot of talk around Jason Tomalolo and the comments that Toddy made uh in the media about him after that round one game but uh you know mate i interviewed jason tomololo um on fox sports um off the back of his request to put it to bed so you know that's how much um is untruth around all the conjecture around todd payton there even though they're losing and they haven't been you know playing well um it's a it's a happy camp inside of the cowboys and um you know, it's just funny how at the moment there just seems to be all this noise around Todd and, and not having the playing group, um, not having the dressing room, but it couldn't be further from the truth. And uh, I know Jason Tambolola, who's a skipper and very influential, has got a great relationship with Todd. Um, and, you know, speaking to Paul Bowman a couple of weeks ago, who's been at the club forever and a day, um, said it's a, he thinks it's the best um, coaching that he's ever seen within the group since the time he's been there. So, you know, that's a huge rap coming mm. from a bloke who's who's done a hell of a lot in the game. So in essence, mate, I think it's a happy camp. It's just at the moment results aren't going their way. But when it does, um, you know, I think we'll over the next couple of years, you know, we'll see the best and see the best of what Toddie Payton can do coaching this team.
3: So you're saying when you're working with Fox Sports and those Cowboys games, you're saying that Jason Tamalolo, at his request, asked you to interview him just to, to put all those rumors to bed a few weeks ago.
1: Absolutely, come through His media manager, um, basically had asked us that uh, if we could do an interview, Um, Jase wanted to address it and put it to bed because he couldn't understand the noise around it, Um, so it was his request to Fox Sports that we do the interview so that he could, yeah, again, just just put it to bed and move on because it's just, yeah, he was quite perplexed around uh, all the commentary around him and Todd Payton where he doesn't have an issue, so... Mm. Uh, mate, if you've got an issue, you're not doing that, are
4: you? Yeah, exactly. But that's a boring story. That's why everyone's ignored that interview. Yeah, exactly. Because that's boring, because everyone wants there to be something there. There's some sort of reason behind the Cowboys lack of wins. Yeah. But you know what? You win, as you said, Tatey, and, and everyone this week has just gone off them, haven't they? They've gone quiet and let, let them be. So it's very important that you you put some good games together. Um, Tatey, Adam Reynolds. uh very likely will be on the market and, and uh, won't, uh, indications are he won't accept just a one-year deal or a Clayton's two-year deal with the Rabbitohs. Would he be worth chasing for the Cowboys?
1: Well, I think he would be bad. I think he'd be a really good addition for the Cowboys. I think um, you know we obviously don't have a, a solid seven or six, for that matter, at the moment. Um, I think Scott Drinkwater's got a huge potential there, but probably just needs that calming influence to... You know, temper what he does when he plays because he's so off the cuff. So I think someone like Adam Reynolds would be a a perfect foil for the Cowboys. One to, you know, bring through drink water and and teach him the ropes. And two, for us to, um, I think he'd be really good for the team because one thing the Cowboys have really lacked is is a kicking game and the ability to to mount pressure on teams. And obviously, there's none better than um, Adam Reynolds and. You know, I don't think we need Adam Reynolds to come here and be a superstar and create line breaks and all those sort of things. We just need him to come here and control the game and, and again, just build pressure off the back of his kicking game. That, that's all we need him to do. So, um, for me, I, I think he'd be a, a really good boy. Um, you know, I think, you know, looking toward the future, you'd probably offer him a two-year deal. And if you got a one-year option in the club's favour, you'd certainly look at that. But um, yeah, I think he'd be a a really good option at the Cowboys.
3: Now, Tati, you played so many Origins for Queensland, but uh announcement that Andrew Abdo, CEO of the NRL, has said there'll be no rule changes when it comes to eligibility for Origin. Queensland and New South Wales, of course. This is on the back of Jason Talmalalo, Adam Fenua-Blake and and others that um, have expressed an interest of trying to be eligible for State of Origin. You happy with how the eligibility rules are at the present or with the, the growing number of, of Pacific Island and, and Polynesian players? Do we need to tinker with some of those rules?
1: No, I'm really glad they've they've kept it, mate. I I think it a complete. I, I've, I've kept and changed, I've some change on this a couple of times because I played with Tony Carroll, um, and Brad Thorn, who'd obviously you know played for the Kiwis and come back and played for Origin. But, mate, I I just think you cannot mess with what Origin's about. Um, and if we had have started meddling with those rules, I reckon you completely go away from what it's been built on and that rivalry, the real deep hatred that we all have for each other. So. Um, mate, really glad that they decided not to tinker with it, um, and I think what that also does is it, you know, it gives those Polynesian guys that want to go and represent Tonga and you know all those developing nations like um, you know New Zealand and all that sort of stuff where uh, mate they start to have some real pride in that international jersey that they've got. And I'm not saying they don't mm. now, but I just think it just adds to it. So um, yeah, mate, really really happy that they've uh, kept the rules as per
4: yeah with you all the way it's got to stay that way it's always new south wales versus queensland plus greg Inglis. that's how it's got to be and don't <laughs> mess with it tady anthony milford uh dropped is kevy done the right thing maybe you think there should be fewer players that uh, or more players that uh cop the axe
1: yeah oh mate i definitely think the time's come for kevy to do that um you know, it is obviously really difficult um, and a big call for Kevy to make, but I think it's definitely the right one. And I, I, I think, mate, I've always said this, you know, at the end of the day, if you're willing to accept the million-dollar paycheck every week and every month, um, you've got to live up to your end of the bargain. And Anthony Milford, unfortunately, just hasn't done that for the last four years. So, um, you, you know, he is on big money. Um, he is a really good player. He's played a lot of footy now and he just, he's just not delivering for that club. So... Um, mate, no one else has done it, so I actually applaud Kevy. One thing Kevy has done is he's, he's made some, you know, some tough calls, and mm. um, it's not just what you bring on the field, too badge. Um, when you're a million dollar player, it, it's you've got to be the whole round package. You, you know, your off field stuff's got to be just as good as your on field stuff, and you know, from all reports, MILF just falls short on that. So, mate, I, I think Kevy's made the right call, and what it does is, as we heard from Matthew Lodge, it, it pretty much draws a line in the sand to say, you know, it doesn't matter what you're on or how much you're getting paid. If you're not doing the job, you're not going to be in a Broncos jersey.
4: Well, when you're a, a playmaker, you need to, to come up with the goods more often than not. And we saw that 18-year-old kid, Sammy Walker, he would have played uh, footy with his, uh, his, his dad or his uncles or at some point. Tatey. Um, how good was he when they, when they needed him, when they were behind the roosters? That's the sort of stuff that they require from Anthony Milford. Well, it's just
1: edit, um, effort and attitude, mate. And I always say rugby, rugby league rewards effort. And, you know, that's one thing I would think Anthony Milford probably lacks a little bit in his, his effort, mate. You know, I heard someone say the other day, the big thing about Anthony Milford, is his biggest attribute is his running game. But I haven't seen Anthony Milford run the ball f- for years. So, mm. um, you know, at the end of the day, mate, you know, young Sam Walker comes in, he's young, he's keen, he wants to impress and he goes out and delivers, you know, 10 minutes of bloody great footy and, and brings the Roosters home for a win, that, that's what we want to see from Bilt just effort and unfortunately um, it hasn't been there.
4: Because we know we can do it Teddy, uh never a lack of effort on your behalf on or off the field mate so really appreciate your time on, uh, on Sports He Radio lacks the tonight.
3: effort to make his way up to the cashier when he has to pay for breakfast or coffee, <laughs> he lacks the effort in that No, it's that's the effort to dodge
4: sort of, I hate those
1: sort of efforts To <laughs> dodge <laughs> the <laughs> bill yeah. yeah. Very good at that all right. Good on you,
3: you Tatey. Oh. Thanks, mate. You, mate.
4: Thanks,
1: lads.
3: Cheers. Yeah, he's a good man, Tatey. Uh, don't go anywhere. Coming up, we're going to finish the show off with The Last Blast. On Sports Day, The Last Blast.
4: Sure is. Uh, you might have You finished banana satsa. bread or not? Oh, no, I oh, no, no. no. I just love that around this time of night. <laughs> um, hey, uh, Sats, Group 1 star nature strip. Could be bound for Brisbane next month. Uh, connections are considering going north to the Doom Now, Badge, I don't know much
3: about Nature Strip, but I know you like your uh, your horses. Um, I don't know much. Pretty about impressive, it. Nature Strip. Yeah,
4: yeah, outstanding, outstanding. So that's that would be a big uh, a big coup, and it's a big race. The Doomben mm. Ten Thousand Group One, of course, and huge race. Um, you know, some horses travel well, and some don't. But yep. I, apparently, that's uh, they're they're thinking hard. That's I think some of the owners are saying they've already. Booked hotel rooms up in Queensland. Maybe it's because they don't have to wear masks anymore. Do you
3: know why it's called the Doomban Ten Thousand? Mm.
4: Why? Because it's at Doomban. Yeah. And they get about ten thousand people through the <laughs> gate. <laughs> no. I used to think a long time ago it would have been ten thousand. Just that's a long
3: horse race, yeah, like the
4: Melbourne Cups. ten thousand furlongs.
3: Thirty-two hundred. I thought ten thousand. No, no. That's no. When, a, when that's it's a big I, race, I'd
4: put, I'd put money on this. I'd put ten thousand dollars on this, but that's what it would have been worth back in the day. Probably ten thousand pounds. <laughs> When it first started. Uh, you Google that for us, Jack? Oh, doing I'm doing this. I'm doing it Oh, you're now. both doing it? Yeah. Hey, a tough weekend for Adelaide skipper Chelsea Randall. She copped a, a whack. Yeah. Uh, left. Concussion. Uh, it looked like she was unconscious um, in uh, last week's game. So she's she, because of the compulsory stand-downs and because it's probably the best thing to do, she's going to miss the AFL W Grand Final. Hard. That's against – they're hosting uh, Brisbane this weekend. Um, tough to watch
3: that. Well – you think about people. That it is tough to watch. I mean, Adelaide have been the juggernauts of AFLW, and they've won a couple of premierships. twenty
4: seventeen. They yep. they defeated the Lions, yes. and twenty nineteen they won again. So they're looking to make it three in five years. Oh, didn't did it happen last year? I'm sure it was a shortened version or something. So anyway, they're looking to make it three in five years. Mm. Um, Brisbane have been there twice and lost them both twenty seventeen and know, eighteen.
3: You'd be very buoyed as the the Brisbane Lions AFL Women's team would be without the star player for. Uh, Adelaide Crows. But in saying that, it's what fairy tales are made of. Yes. You do it when um, you win these games, these yep. big games, when your, your back's against the wall.
4: Exactly. See this look, Sats? What? That's called smug. Why? Just read the next line. Jack just put the it The race in was
3: changed to the doom and 10,000 after the 10,000 pound prize money on offer, which at the same time was the richest sprint. Re- no, you said 10,000 people.
4: No, but then I said pounds, didn't I, Jack? Yeah no he did. He yeah, did. did. That's he? fair. That's fair. He's the you only don't one, listen to because me. he's the only one in the room that the lived t- in the era when pound was still The 10,000 <laughs> pound pounds was Pete well, fans was a joke and then the pounds was my real answer. Hey, uh, rumors again around that uh, North Melbourne has to happen. will relocate to t- is that well you tell North Melbourne fans at the Kangaroos. Yeah. Uh have to relocate to Tasmania. Yeah. Um they they're none from four their start to the season, isn't helping. Uh, they, they've, I think they've got a lot of members, 30,000 yes. or more, 40,000 members, a lot of members, but it doesn't always translate into bums on seats and yeah, they're saying they're, they're under the pump. No, well, I mean,
3: it's still... Do you
4: just, think there has to be a team in Tasmania
3: or it's just always no, going to be... I think there has to be. Why, Scott? Because it's just got such a great fan base, an AFL fan base. But, Hawthorne have owned that area for a long, long time. Mm. Uh, Hawthorne's never going to move they, down there. North
4: Melbourne take games down there. Yeah. And so does Hawthorne.
3: Tasmania has been a sponsor of Hawthorne for many years as well, mm. Tasmanian government. Um, I, I just, I feel as though, you know, South Melbourne, when they had to join with the Lions, you know, ask their fans mm. how they felt about it. They hated it at the time but guess what they went and celebrated three premierships. Yep. The Launceston the
4: Kangaroos. Or oh, would be Hobart? Uh,
3: the Hobart Hoppers. What's the, uh, go the go new on. basketball team? The, the junk, jumping, jumping jacks. jacks. Yeah, jumping jacks. Uh, I, I think it needs to happen for instead of the AFL. Eddie McGuire has this grand plan that he feels that they need to expand and add two more teams to the AFL, which is never going to happen at the moment. Uh, but this this actually, I think, ticks a few boxes when it comes to. It's sort of like a quasi-expansion. You're going to a region that doesn't have a, um, a national team. Yeah, they'd They've get a lot of...
4: Huge, huge base. support. Huge wouldn't they? Yeah, good
3: and good commercial support as well from, from companies that want to try and get into the... King Island cheese. The Tasmanian market um, as well.
4: Yeah, I'm trying to think. Got to be some big companies down there that... Anyway. Well, but Jack, does, can you Google that? <laughs> I see so, that all night, don't
3: I? Yeah, but, you know, Just even though an island an force start to the North Melbourne um, doesn't mean that an automatic move to Tasmania is, is going to be mean No, wins. it
4: just makes it – yeah, that's, oh, of course it doesn't. Yeah. But over time, you know, if they made that their uh, their breeding ground, it would help with, it was the, like, with the juniors. It was like the,
3: when the lines were formed from South Melbourne and wasn't the Bears. Yeah. Um, it was like never that. going to be a short-term solution. It was always Ooh. going to be long-term.
4: Hey, expansion in the Super Rugby, Aetaroa, that's the New Zealand competition this is for next year. Mm. Uh, looks like the Fijian Drua and Moana Pacifica. Yep. Uh, are going to come in. They've been granted conditional licences. Yes. So, Scott, they've, what do you know? So
3: they've still got some some areas that they've got to be able to satisfy the governing body, uh, Aotearoa uh, New Zealand Rugby, that they can participate in their um, in their conference, the Aotearoa conference, the New Zealand conference. Uh, tremendous, tremendous move when it comes to again we talk about expansion and the the pathways that they can offer. I mean, I remember Villiamikikiao. He playing rugby union at an exclusive school in Fiji. And from all reports was, was destined to go to rugby union rugby league were able to steal him and he went to the North Queensland Cowboys. But Mm. I mean, if they're able to get the Fijian Drua and the uh, Moana Pacifica uh, into these national competitions, it keeps those younger players more engaged in the sport. In union. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah, Very good. All right. Now, Paul Gallen was a no show, a media event. uh, Oh, that was yesterday. It was supposed to be uh, in Brisbane ahead of his fight with uh, Lucas Brown. Uh, Big Daddy wasn't all that pleased, uh, but he says he might mention it in the ring.
0: Um, he doesn't want to see me. Now, this is media, man. This is, this, is, this is what we do. This is what fighters do. This is what footballers do. You know, Everyone, everyone comes together, and you have to see each other. Like, it is what it is. So I think he's upset that he's going to have to see me on the Monday for the presser, for Tuesday for the weigh-in, and then get belted on the Wednesday. So... Yeah, seeing me that fourth time is a little bit too much for him to take, apparently. So he's coming up here tomorrow, as, as far as I'm told. So I think that's extremely soft to not just stand in the same room as I am and, and just do what you do. You know what I mean? Very unprofessional. So one of the things I might do is uh, bring up these things in the ring while I'm punching him see, see how he reacts to that as well. And, like, after you knock him out, are you going to help him up? he's got trainers for that i don't need to do that i'll be too busy celebrating with the people that come and watch me especially with the queenslanders thank you <laughs> yeah bro i'm still i'm still probably sitting about 118 119 but i'm in great condition so you look at like a, a long distance runner they're the little skinnier fellas but the sprinters are the bigger faster ones so it's six rounds not 12 so i've i've built myself up as a sprinter rather than a long distance runner and uh yeah he's, he's got a big enough nose and everything else to, to aim for so yeah, that that chin and that nose is definitely what I'm aiming for. And you
4: picked that out already.
0: Yeah, huh. well and truly. Yeah, he's going to put his head down like this, and it's going to get knocked straight off the side. <laughs>
4: it's it's going to be it. on for young and old, isn't it?
3: You know what? I know that he's prepared for a shorter fight. Six six rounds to Lucas Big Daddy Brown is it's a lot easier than what he's used to fighting. Uh yeah, you know, when he knocked out Shigev doing the world heavyweight title, it was like in the it was like in the ninth or tenth round or whatever it might might be. So. Yeah. But I tell you what, he's got to, even if it's only six rounds, he has got to be in peak physical condition because Paul Gallen he will, be. will have his head on his chest the whole time and will not let him breathe mm. for one second. He actually had a bit of a dig at him as well, uh, arriving in Queensland to do the press conference. And he said, you know, he has, again, he's had another loss in Queensland, Paul Gallen, <laughs> alluding to, to origin, Origin, obviously. But um, this is next Wednesday night. It's going to be a, It's going to be a really good fight. A yeah. really good fight. Yeah, should be mm. all right. What else is going on? Lockie Neal. We talked about the AFL and North Melbourne and the possible move to uh, Tasmania. Well, Lockie Neal, he's struggling with a back injury. We've we've known about that at the start of the year. Uh, 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 Brisbane Lions. Brisbane Lions. Lockie Neal. Yeah, uh, hasn't and and the Brisbane Lions haven't started the season. He's one of their stars. Great either. Now, can we put it down to clubs like Richmond, the Lions? That played late into the season, shorter of preseason, compounding pressure on the. Well, but they got more injuries,
4: have they? Or just Lions him? have. Lions mm. have got
3: some injuries, uh, but know. Lockie Neal, obviously the the superstar, the Brownlow medalist, um, best player in the comp at the moment. He's he's really struggled. And but
4: that that would be more about the strength and conditioning team, um, you know, performance team, managing their workload and giving them a, the right amount of rest during the you know a short. Um, pre-season, off-season, preseason.
3: Well, we don't know whether he had rest or not. We don't know whether no. they just ripped straight back into it again, and with a shortened preseason. But you know, if you, if are going to take the field, doesn't matter what injury it is, there's no excuse. Mm. Either he sits out and lets it rest, or he continues playing and does his best. But at the moment, his his best isn't that great. Hey, um,
4: professional ten pin bowling sets. That's were you only good friendly? at ten pin bowling? Yeah, it
3: was good. I'd, I'd smash you. Can you, when you think about it, how disgusting is it you put your fingers in the in the balls?
4: And yeah, but you clean it all the time. You clean your hands and you clean those. Really? Things, Do yeah. you? You wipe them. Oh, no, you have to now with COVID. No, before COVID. You have COVID, to get those wet ones and wipe them out. And, and you know, once upon a
3: time, you'd put those shoes on you go, how filthy are these? Full of tinia. They, they you actually, don't wear socks? Actually, yeah, but I mean, still. you You hire socks too. But um, in saying that, the, the 10 pin bowling shoes became quite fashionable what never, with clowns. <laughs> The dance-in. Oh, really? The dance-in. Oh, okay. Now, we didn't know it was so intense, but um, I was watching this the other day on, on Twitter. Quite amusing. Uh, now, do you know what a 7 and a 10 is? I do because you
4: showed me. Okay. It, it's the, yeah, the 7 and the 10 bowls are the back corner ones. Pins. Pins, yep. pins yeah, sorry.
3: Back uh, left and back right. Yeah. Almost impossible. Yeah,
4: pretty when impossible. You're left, when you're left with them. So you've, you've bowled, you've knocked the other eight down, you're yep. left with the 7 and the 10, the back. Side ones
3: this is what happened in uh, one of the championship 10 uh, pin bowling competitions throughout the week right through the face leave of the 710 the 710 only been made on television three times in the history of professional bowling on TV come on can't do
2: it <laughs> The ginger assassin
0: just dropped the 7-10. You bet, kid. You bet. Oh, man. <laughs> Give me
4: some oxygen and water. The ginger assassin. That's Fatty vaughton playing bowls. <laughs> oh, um, that's
3: ginger. great commentary. Beautiful. That's great.
4: Good on your sets. All right, yep. I, uh, before we wrap
3: it up, a quick last laugh. On sports day, it's time for the last laugh with Scott Sattler.
0: <laughs> I can't believe I just wandered in. I, he's coming right in. He's going to do
3: a set after me. The stage is yours, Sats. Now, I, I need to tell you that my joke last night about the two freeways walking into a bar and yeah. getting scared because there was a cycle path. Yeah. I had I had a few people contact me and said, you know what, rate it, liked it. Jack liked it. Didn't no, that you know? was top draw. Yeah. That was top draw. Yeah. Did you actually use that? Have you told anyone else yet?
4: T- yeah. Are yeah. you in the so top draw go. again tonight?
3: Oh, I don't know. Well, Jack, you, you easy, our, our judge. How many draws <laughs> the are there, all all there, Jack? Oh, there's it,
4: about six. Right six on. draws? Yeah.
3: Okay. We've been uh, through so all of them this in the is last week. On this occasion, a panda walked into a bar. Mm. Okay. And he sits down, he orders a meal and casually eats his food. And when he's finished, he stands up, pulls out a pistol out of his holsters because the panda walks. He's got. Oh, he's got he's, he's, he's carrying got Holsters either. He's got pistols either side. And he fires them into the air, boom, 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 into the into the roof. The bartender yells, What the hell was that all about? And the panda, the panda says, Well, look it up. As he does, the bartender looks in the dictionary and he says, The panda eats shoots and leaves. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, I do like that one, Scotty. You've come through. Top shelf again? Top drawer? Oh, I'd say fourth draw. Oh, you've heard it. You've I thought heard it, it was before. going pandemonium. Uh, oh, is, wow! Is four? Is four down the fourth from the top or the fourth from the second from the bottom?
3: So was the the one last night? Was that top that drawer? That six. was six. That was top draw
4: Okay, so four. Yeah. Okay, four gotcha. Out of six. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, don't forget if, if you've missed anything tonight, you can uh, before you. Eat, shoot, and leave. You can grab the podcast, and we'll catch you tomorrow night. See ya.
2: Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Backers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.